What's going on, my babies? Welcome back to another episode of The Spiritual Word. I'm your host, Jackie. I have an audio version of this podcast anywhere you can find podcasts, a video version of this anywhere you can find, or I always mess up, YouTube. I have a video version of this podcast on YouTube. I talk about spirituality, psychology, self-help, philosophy, and science. Those are my main topics, if those are things that you're interested in. I recommend subbing or following whatever platform you're finding me on. And if you're new, baby, thanks for tuning in and tapping in. If you're returning, baby, thanks for tuning in and tapping in. You know I appreciate you. Thanks for coming back. And so in today's episode, I want to talk about how I personally cultivate my strength during times of heartbreaks or during times of distress. And it could be any type of distress, any type of heartbreak, whether that be you're grieving a relationship, whether that be you're grieving a situation, whether you're grieving... um a person, whatever the case is. I feel like most heartbreaks, people don't consciously recognize, but it's just you mourning something. Whether that be you're mourning a situation, right? Let's say you got fired or you quit a job and now you're like, oh my gosh, what do I do? That could be a moment of distress, right? Or maybe you get into a car accident and you're not able to move for like a couple months. That can be very traumatic and you're grieving the ability to live your life the way you once did. Or, you know, whatever the case is. When you lose a person, you're grieving the relationship, right? Everything is... Heartbreak itself is grief. And I don't think that most people recognize that it is grief. But it's grief in a different form. In a different shape. And so... Oh my gosh, I have to sneeze. Give me a second. So anyways... Bless myself. Anyways, so recognize what you're grieving first and foremost. <clears throat> when I deal with situations where shit hits the fan and I'm in major distress, I one I try to be the community that I need. And if that is really, really hard for me, I'll go into I'll go to talk to somebody that I trust and somebody that I know will give me really good, genuine advice. Now, if you don't have anybody like this, there's always therapists. And you always have friends, unless you really, really don't have friends. And if you don't have friends that you trust, I recommend looking at your life and reevaluating why you have those friends. And in moments of distress, I genuinely talk to people who are older than me. I really entrust the knowledge and the wisdom that older people have over me just because I feel like they've been through the same things that I've been through. Maybe even worse. Maybe not. But as long as I can go to somebody who's older than me, I feel better. Right? And when I'm unable to do that, right? Let's say that I'm in a point where like, I'm not face-to-face with these people. Or I have no service, so I can't even reach them. And I don't remember if I stated that I apologize for the noises in the background. But I apologize if you can hear everything that's going on. And let's say I'm in a moment where like, I'm like by myself. Like I'm in a different state than my family. I'm in a different state than my friends. I'm in a different country than my friends. Because my friends are, um, you know, everywhere. And I have no internet, no cell service. I can't just call somebody, you know, I'm in major crisis. 
when I'm in major crisis, I sit with myself and I allow myself to feel that level of like whatever I'm feeling, that level of grief, that level of heartbreak that I'm feeling. Whether that be, it's kind of like, oh, I stubbed my toe and I'm like, oh, that hurt, you know? Or me going full crisis, having a panic attack, panic attack, and allowing myself to feel those things, but also helping myself and coaching myself through it, in a way, coaching myself as in parenting myself through it. Like, I remember having this moment of distress and I had no one to go to, and I was sitting there feeling like, oh my gosh, I should just end it all. And then genuinely felt like I should just end it all. It wouldn't matter. And what am I fighting for? Because, you know, at the end of the day, everything that we built inevitably, you know, goes away. So what's really all of this for? And I sat there and I was like, you know what? It's hard. I know that it's hard, especially right now, especially in a moment of distress. And you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel, especially in a moment of darkness. And when you're in this level of like, damn, like, fuck everything. Sit there and be that love that you need. And that's mad cheesy, I get it. Like, some people, they struggle to be cheesy because they're like, oh, it's kind of cringy. But I genuinely think that if you are not able to be cringy with yourself, there's a lot more deep-rooted issues that you need to be dealing with rather than to just deal with this one heartbreak. And it takes a lot of uprooting to get to a place where your roots can grow deep. And these fruits that you are trying to plant and harvest can really grow and flourish. And obviously it's really fucking hard to go through those moments of grief and those moments of heartbreak and those moments of pain and just sit there and be like, it's okay, it's okay, you're going to be okay. Because it genuinely doesn't feel like that. And it doesn't feel like what you're saying is true. But sometimes you have to sit there and really, really say, you know, everything's going to be okay. Because it is going to be okay. It just doesn't feel like it's going to be okay. And it's not a lie. It is the truth. You just can't see the truth because you're so, you know, fogged mentally. You're fogged by the pain. You're fogged by the distress. You're fogged by all of the mental things that are going on. And how do you find the strength to even do that? I can't really describe to you in words what it means to have that strength to do that. I think it's just you having to care about yourself. I don't think that it's true strength. I don't think it matters how strong you are. I think it matters how much you care about yourself. And I think that caring about yourself is strength. And being able to love even after the grief and even after all these painful moments. And being able to sit there and think about all the days that you actually fucking survived. When you didn't want to be here. That's what will cultivate strength. The ability to look back at all the things that you've endured. And realize, oh my gosh, I am strong. And it didn't, it, it didn't feel like I was strong. It didn't feel like I had to do anything. I just had to sit and be here with myself. And I'm going to give you kind of like a, a different example, but along the same lines, 
the same day that I was like, I'm going to end it all. I sat there and I literally like was hugging myself and I was like, it's okay. Like you're going to be okay. I understand that you feel alone and being this other person, being the person that I wish I had at that moment, being the advice, being the wisdom that I wish I had right then and there, even though I felt like I didn't have that. And I sat there and I talked to myself and I was just sitting there and I told myself, one, you're not alone. You're never alone. I'm here. I'm witnessing your pain. And this is not something that I'm going to take lightly. And it's not something that I'm just going to forget down the line. And it's not something that I'm just going to walk past like it doesn't matter. Because your pain truly matters to me. And I feel like you have to really be that parent to yourself in that moment especially in moments of distress because I feel like like when you were a kid and something hard happened you would just go to your mom or your dad or when you were a kid and you didn't have the ability to go to your mom or dad that's what you wanted to do but you couldn't and so do that now and it's not about replacing these structures that you wish you had or blah 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 it's about really feeling the fact that you got you no matter what you're going through, you have you. And when you have you, you can be strong. And you're strong as murder brick. You're strong. And reminding yourself that you are strong. And in those moments of distress, yeah, it's fucking difficult. Of course it's difficult. It was going to be difficult regardless of whether or not you're doing this or not. But when you sit there and you cultivate that strength for yourself and that love for yourself, you'll look back and be like, holy shit, I can't believe I did that. I can't believe that I'm this strong, that I could endure this shit and still just keep going. And now when you go through something else, you're like, oh, you know what? I've been through something worse. This is nothing. And I've had worse experiences. This is nothing. And, you know... When you're going through these painful moments, it's so hard to remember that things are going to be fine. But you will be fine. And you are not alone, especially if you have yourself, you have a sense of community. You can go to therapy if that's something that you really, really need. And it is strong to be able to sit there and not judge yourself for being cringy and being cheesy and sitting with yourself and being like, you know what, it's okay, things are going to get better. You know, whatever the the thing that you need to hear is. And only you know what you want to hear. So, <clears throat> I know for some people, they kind of like are really hard on themselves. Like one of my my family members... This person doesn't sit down and just, like, allow themselves to cry. This person's like, nah, get off your ass. We're gonna go do something. You're not gonna sit here and be pouting and be sad. Why? That's a waste of your time. You could be out doing whatever the fuck you want to be doing. And to me, I'm like, wow, that's really strong because I am not able to do that. I'm a very cheesy, soft person. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I need somebody to give me a hug and just hug me for hours and hours and hours and hours. Because if not... What's the point, you know? And so I sit there and I'm doing that for myself. 
And, you know, whatever the case is for you, you are strong. You just have to figure out what your strength is coming from. For me, my strength comes from love. My strength comes from loving myself, being proud of myself, being able to just sit there and be cheesy and not judge myself. For some people, it's judging themselves and getting themselves to go do shit with their lives and not waste their time. And, you know, for others, it's them just existing. For some, they just have the ability to just get over those things. Or to not even be affected by those things. Although I feel like they are affected, just not to the degree that I am. And reminding you that you are only going to give yourself things that you can handle. You're only going to give yourself things that you can handle. You know how people always say God gives his best, his worst battles to his strongest soldiers? I feel like in those moments of distress, that's not what you want to hear. At least, well, some people, they're fine with that. You know, like, I'd be fine with that. But if you told that to somebody who's, like, angry at the world, of course they're going to be like, fuck that shit, you know? And so I like to say, because the world is you in reverse. It's you in verse. The world is you in reverse. You're only going to give yourself things that you can handle. If you go to the gym and you try to put as many weights as you possibly can and then lifted it, you wouldn't be able to do it. As much as you try. As much as you try. Even if you tried for a year. Because you don't just build strength to build strength. You are not just strong out of nowhere. It is a building process. It is a process that takes time. And I feel like in those moments, you forget that. You forget that it takes time to cultivate. And this is one of the things that's cultivating your strength for something later in life. And maybe for nothing. But that's okay too, because now things won't affect you. Or they won't affect you as much as they used to. And you are only going to give yourself things that you can handle. You're not going to put a billion weights just to do a billion reps. To be the strongest person at the gym. You're going to put a weight that you know you can handle. Because that's how you cultivate strength. You're not going to get up one day and decide to run 30 miles. When you've never, ru you've never run a day in your life. And then after, you know, getting up to run a mile and you can't even do a mile, how do you expect yourself to do 13? I hate to be the person that's like, things take time, but they genuinely do. And it takes as much time as you allow it to. You can go fast, you can build strength really quickly, but how much are you willing to dedicate? to that are you willing to dedicate as much time as possible into your process of healing because then it'll go away quicker are you looking to genuinely take care of yourself and to genuinely love yourself and to genuinely sit down with yourself when you're having moments of distress and really sit down and be like you know what everything is going to be okay everything is going to be okay that's the truth not whatever bullshit I'm feeding myself right now. 
not whatever bullshit I'm allowing myself to just feel. If I'm feeling the wind and I hate the cold, does that mean that it's going to be windy forever? No. Just like, you know, how people use the the analogy of when it rains, it pours, but it's not going to rain forever. Your sad moments feel like the end of the world sometimes. But it doesn't mean that it's actually the end of the world. And sometimes you just have to sit there and remind yourself, remind yourself, remind yourself, continuously, continuously, continuously. And the more you're able to do that for yourself, the stronger you will be as a person because you know the truth of the situations. And when you're able to handle the truth, the truth doesn't hurt you anymore. And the reality of life is that shit is gonna fucking hurt. But it's not your fault. And it's not your, you know, job to fix it unless you really, really have the capability of putting something towards that. And it's not your job to fix everybody. And it's not your job to even fix yourself. It's the only job you have is to take care of you and to love you. In those moments of distress, the only thing you should be worried about is feeling fine. The only thing you should be worried about in those moments of deep, you know, darkness is to sit there and keep yourself warm in this coldness, in this cold darkness. Keep yourself warm. And as cheesy as I fucking am, you genuinely need to fucking love yourself. I don't say that just to fucking say that. I don't say that to be cheesy. I don't say that because I'm cheesy. I say that because it's the truth of the situation. If you can't take care of you, how do you expect to get on with anything in life? And I know that that's a really fucking hard thing to say because if I were to hear that, like, couple years ago, I'd be like, oh, shut the fuck up. But genuinely, if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to do the things you want to do? How are you going to get up in the morning? If you don't even want to get up, you genuinely have to fucking care about yourself and love yourself. And once you do really genuinely care about yourself and love yourself, keep going. It doesn't stop there. There's always a little bit of improvement or a little bit of an, of efficiency you can put in there. And everything can be improved. Just like after you start loving yourself, maybe you decide, oh, you know what? I shouldn't eat super duper unhealthy anymore. Or maybe, you know what? Let me work out. Let me do things that my mind will use to unwind. Like read or write or draw or paint or sing, or dance, or exercise, whatever the thing is, and the more you will do that. When you are going through heartbreak, the only advice that I give is to love yourself. And that's how I get through heartbreak. That's how I cultivate strength. In the moments of distress, just love yourself. And that's the only advice I can give you. And in life in general, the only advice that I can ever give is to love yourself. Love yourself and 
be, allow yourself to be free. And with that being said, I'll end this here. Just because this is getting along. I hope that this was helpful in any way, shape, and form. And if you are going through a hard time, there's always therapists. You know what I mean? If you can't afford therapists, you know, there's other methods like meditation. You know, allowing yourself to breathe mentally. There's other things that you can do that are directly related to therapy. You can exercise. You can meditate. You can talk to somebody about how you feel. You can talk to yourself about how you feel. You can write shit down. And therapy, there's always other options. There's always something available to you. Even if you don't think that there is something available to you, there is. And yeah, with that being said, thanks for tuning in and tapping in. And if no one has told you today, I love you. I care about you. I think that you're important in this world. And I'm glad that you're here. And without you, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. So know that when I sit here and I say that I love you and I care about you and I am glad that you're here, it's not bullshit. And with that being said, thanks for tuning in and tapping in and I hope to see you in the next one. Peace.